Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here with Danielle from Brands by Bravo, who vows to not interrupt Sue today. <laughs> <laughs> that is the silliest piece of. Uh, well, I I validate everyone's feelings, but I, as someone who records the podcast, have never noticed that, and I feel like we're both New Yorkers. It's our love language. But we are here recapping Real Housewives of New York, season three, episode 14, and I didn't realize it was going to be the finale, and I got so sad when I did. I didn't know it was in this, oh, yeah, no, I did know it was the finale, because they did the title cards at the end, yeah. Yeah. But, like, going into it, I was like, oh, shit, this is the finale. It's already happening. Like, I could watch 20 more years of that season. It was, it's been so good. I agree. Do you feel, what's like the perfect number of episodes you think for a housewife season? I think around 18, I would say. And then the reunion. Yeah, Jersey is always super short and you're Mm. like, wait, what? It ended. But when they get into the 20s, it's like definitely more filler. I'd say 15 to 18 is probably the sweet spot. I agree. And a two-part reunion. Unless yeah. something insane happens that warrants three. Yeah. Which I think this might be a three-part reunion season. Oh, is it? That's a lot. I mean, Callie literally had a psychotic break. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like it was. But we'll see. True, true. Um, well, we can get right into it. We and start it at the with, Pierre. Yeah, which I thought was pretty funny because... They make it seem like Ramona is, like, just seeing this hotel and wedding venue for the first time. But, like, this thing books up a year in advance. Right? I was like, how? No, at least more than that. Like, you're right across the street from the, like, from Central Park, the plaza. You're right by 59th Street Bridge, which is why I know the PR, because I literally spent my life going across the 59th Street Bridge, I feel like, from Manhattan to Long Island. 
um, or Queens, but Queens is on Long Island, everybody. Uh, and then um, it's just weird to me that they're like, oh, like it seems like if this vow renewal was like a whim, how did she book this hot spot? And the PR can't be hard up for wedding bookings. Yeah, I agree. I also felt that uh, maybe it was like a Tuesday, you know? Mm. So maybe it wasn't a full year in advance. It could have been a weekday. Wednesday it wedding with this... a ring on a string. Yeah, <laughs> I did go to their website, and the space that she rented is their smallest one. It only fits up to 100 people. Okay. But there, there's just no way this was a very, like, contrived scene of her being like, wow, it's so beautiful. I'm like, absolutely. You have been to events here, and you have seen it. But I'm also going to say I thought it was the ugliest venue like, oh, really? Oh, my God. I hated it. The murals on the wall, it was giving tacky Greek, I was... like, I, I despised it. <laughs> Why's it got to be Greek? No, I'm kidding. I, I mean, it was overly ornate. I would never pick it for me, but, like, it is part of New York history, like, classy eleganza New York Yeah, that I feel like is very what Ramona wants. And she's so giddy. They do... Uh, like they do a moment with her on the street in front of it and she's just like I can't wait (laughs) like it's so cute I wonder what their first wedding was yeah she doesn't really talk about it too much no and I don't know if I've ever seen any photos from it no it's not ugly it just could not be less of my style it's just like think like gold trim like giant murals like there is no blank space on those walls. No, weren't there like baby cherubs painted? Is that the right word, right? Little cherubs, angels? yeah. Cherubs, yeah. like painted on the wall. And the, I mean, the staircase was cool. I'll give it that. But it just. See, I like the staircase. And also as a wedding guest, I'm like, there's a lot for me to look at because I easily get bored at weddings. <laughs> it's like, I know you're supposed to be very focused on the couple, but like, no. we get it. You love each other. <laughs> I when Derek and I first started dating, maybe we've been together like two or three years, I went to one of his college friends' wedding. Unbelievable venue in Sarasota. It was an old casino. It was amazing. Ooh. However, the table was me and Derek and seven of his male friends. None of them had girlfriends. And I had oh. no one to, and I had never even met the bride and groom. Oh. Or I met the groom once and I never met the bride. It, it was fine. We had a fun time. But I was like, I have no one to discuss the bridesmaids dresses, the wedding dress. Like there was, the boys did not care no. at all about these things, but everyone judges everything at a wedding. Yeah. They have made shows okay. off of this Four weddings. One of my favorite shows oh, that ever show was good. That show, like when you're hung over on a Sunday and a four weddings marathon comes on, uh, mwah, better my than a law and order SVU. So almost. that we can watch it when I come home. So we can watch it together because we love to judge weddings. Oh, that's so sweet. And I did get drunk and then yelled at all of his friends that someone better get an effing girlfriend or partner soon because I will not go to another wedding again as the only female. Like, I was so annoyed. I was like, and then they did. They, they got girlfriends. And, I'm glad they listened to you, Danielle. Yeah, I literally went around the table and I was like, and you get on Bumble, you get on Hinge. I was like, I swear to God, someone better get a girlfriend. Like, I'm tired of being the only one of these things. Like, it was always me and like eight dudes. And I love men and I have no problem. Yeah, no, I, I would never think that you were like, oh, I can't stand being around dudes. But it's funny because that is a moment where you need a woman to be like, or a particularly uh, wedding-obsessed gay man, maybe. 
but yeah um, I needed someone it was yeah. a beautiful wedding though so it was only joyfully judging and I took photos and sent it to my girlfriends but yeah it's I not the same when you need to be somebody there um we go from the wedding venue to Le Cirque for lunch and Jill and Bethany are there um Le Cirque is like empty which I was just like is that the way that you get to eat at Le Cirque is just go for lunch on like a Tuesday Probably. I saw a recent TikTok from Stephanie Holman from Dallas Housewives, and she's been doing a lot of TikToks where she gives, like, some insider background stuff, and she was saying when they do these lunches, they go at super off times, like a Wednesday at 3 or, like, a Thursday at 11 a.m., and they try to go. They don't mind if people are there, but they try to go when it's not super, super crowded. They also don't want it empty. Yeah. So they, she said they literally have pulled people off the street and was like, do you want a free lunch? Come be a background person. Oh, wow. And Bravo does pay for their lunches, which I've always assumed because they always order a lot of food, which is mm-hmm. exactly what I would do. I would order an appetizer, a dinner, and a dessert, and all of the drinks if I was not picking up that bill. There's this writer that I used to work with. I can't not tell this story. She, When we would take her to lunch, like she would order the most expensive thing and like a side salad and she would eat the side salad and get immediately the most expensive thing wrapped for her to take home. Like she would order like duck. Power move. Like it was, oh, she was, I mean, honestly, I could learn, I learned a lot from her. She really knew <laughs> how to stretch a dollar. Um, but yeah, so they're at Le Cirque, which is gorgeous. I've always wanted to go there. Um, it's supposed to be one of like the most whimsical foods ever in New York, uh, but it's really to p- repair Bill and Bethany is there and she's like, I want to listen, but this relationship has been shredded. She's not wrong though. And Jill says, I feel like we were married and we separated and you can kind of see behind Bethany's eyes there doing that that watery eye thing for sure oh for like, sure it is we know she's a crier so it's not like oh shocking bethany's cr-. like bethany cries mm-hmm. people i feel like often think of her as like emotionless but i really don't because she cries a she lot cries a lot um, yeah not, not in a bad way there's nothing wrong no. with crying but i i feel like she's often put in the category of being heartless but she's i don't get that from her to, at to all um, um sorry then <laughs> she nope. says uh Bethany says straight up, divorce can be ugly. And Jill's like, I don't want to dredge up the past. And she says she's sorry, but then continues talking. I was like, Jill, stop talking. Stop talking. Because then she immediately dredges up the past and brings up the whole um, incident at Ramona's party and saying that she's ambushed again. And I'm just like, I'm kind of mad that Bethany didn't say, you fucking ambushed us on a fucking... Uh, tropical island <laughs> like i think that's the difference though bethany was trying not to like go to the past and jill did want to mm. do it though she did say she was sorry for how she acted and i did believe yeah. her in that moment when she said she was sorry it felt like a genuine as genuine can be sorry from jill in that moment when it comes to this situation she also says she's like i had no idea what was going on with you at that time and i was like that's not true i don't believe that It's not true and it's not important. It shouldn't have any impact on whether you decide you want to forgive someone Mm. or not. You're right. You're very right. Uh, Ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) Therapize, Jill. Uh, And 
then Bethany goes on to say that there was people there who like she wouldn't have thought would have been there and mm-hmm. she's referencing uh, Ramona, Ramona and, and Alex, Alex and her like great relationship with them and that she Bethany says she found Jill to be so disloyal and us untrustworthy yeah because she's like and, I trusted you and you were disloyal and this killed me like I'm so damaged by this relationship it's like a divorce but something changed um Jill does feel genuinely bad and she it's just so hard for me to understand is it do you feel bad because you're being nixed off your spot on the show or do you feel bad because of the relationship or is it a combo of the two I think a combo of the two the thing that got me infuriated was Jill goes you cut me out of your life and all caps I was like Jill you cut her out first Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be mad when you're like, I don't want you to be a part of, don't, I don't want you in my life at all. And then the person is like, all right, I'm not going to be a part of your life. And then goes off and has a life. And then you're like, oh, what about me? Like, you cut me off. <laughs> like, I know. She also says, um, Jill says, something changed. And then maybe, and Bethany goes, maybe I changed. Mm-hmm. And I just like that she was like, yeah, I did change. Uh, like, Change is not a bad thing. I didn't. So it's inevitable. Numerous things have changed in her life in a very short period of time. So, yeah, of course things changed. Um, and then I think to add on to what you said about Jill, it was like in her ITM that she goes that there's no reason for her to have cut me out, but I'm not putting it on her and she should forgive me. And I, I was like, you that. cannot demand forgiveness. She should Jill, forgive just me, Just because though. you want it. She brings her potato latkes, which... I, I'm, as we all know, I'm not Jewish, but I, I've had potato latkes before. I can't imagine them keeping very well. No, it's a random ass thing to make. Uh, they're not going to be as crispy. I guess you'll put them in the microwave. Right? Like, I thought the whole thing with the latkes is like, it's a very crispy outside. It's like, kind of like a hash, a Jewish hash brown. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, the best. They're so good. But like, the, so the outside to has make, to be though. very crispy. And I'm just like, you put it in a Tupperware, it's got to be saggy. Yeah, it was, I mean, you can, like, reheat them totally fine. Like, my mom wouldn't be, like, always, she would get them from Fairway. And then, like, put them in the oven for, like, holidays. Because, like, they're so labor-intensive to be, like, making them and have them all be fresh and Mm -hmm. hot at the same time is is difficult. But, no, it was, it was random. Do you think that Bethany ate the latkes? Probably. She was pregnant, so. (laughs) She probably ate him in the car on leaving the lunch. <laughs> but um, they're saying that they got caught up in the drama. And Bethany's like, you made a lot of that drama. And this is surprising because Jill actually admits that she does. She's like, I do create drama. And I was yeah, like, Bethany wow. Said, you create arguments and drama and she doesn't see herself from the outside and doesn't want to deal with her consequences. And Jill's like, you're right. And they kind of, like, come to a lull, and things seem like, okay. And then she's like, I need to purge myself of toxic people. Alex, like, Alex. And I'm just like, Jill, you are the worst at, like, apologies. Because literally, Bethany was just like, Alex became somebody who's very close to me. And now you're saying that she's a toxic person. And the whole reason you got into this fight with Bethany was because you said Bethany was a toxic person. You, like, 
I'm just like, it's literally like, Jill, do I just hand you a shovel or are you going to bury yourself with your hands? <laughs> it, of all people, it left me speechless. She said this. I'm like, of everyone on the cast, Alex is the toxic person yeah. who breaks out in hives when she has to have confrontation with anyone. Working mother of two, just trying to survive in this economy in Brooklyn, toxic Alex. Oh, well, no. I think the big issue is that here's somebody who, like Alex, who's just very calm, very collected, doesn't start shit, and she fought back with Jill. And Jill's mad at her just because you weren't, you were supposed to be docile. And that's, that's not toxic. That's just being mad that somebody's docile. <laughs> Agree. And then it ends with a saying that has a new meaning since the Goop trials with, I wish you well. <laughs> and it uh, is now I'll never hear that saying the same because I'm just going to think of Gwyneth Paltrow walking over to the guy who was suing her uh, for $3 million and saying that to him when she won her $1 settlement. But yeah, they're really... Jill says maybe we can catch up after the holidays. Mm-hmm. I, I think we, it means that we no longer actively hate each other this meal, but it certainly does not mean we are anywhere near being closer good friends again. Nope. And I said, Bethany looks like she's at a funeral. Like her face is not happy. She looks like she's just, all right, we did it. We did the dang thing. Let's go. And Jill's like, give me feedback on the latkes. That was the last parting ways. Yeah, it's it doesn't it doesn't just end in in any way that makes me feel like yeah they're definitely going to be friends again. We then go to That's... Luann, who is uh, getting ready for her music launch party, and she's in fabulous sequin pants. Those pants have to be super expensive. I knew you would love them. I hate the <laughs> outfit, and I knew you would love that outfit. You know I'm a sucker for a sequin outfit. I knew you would like it. I, I didn't write it in my notes, but the thought definitely crossed my <laughs> mind where I was like, Sue is going to love this outfit. And but she looks great. My note is that she looks great. I just hate the pants, but it's fine. Fair. At the very beginning, and I, like, tried so hard, but Peacock makes it hard to, like, really, like, freeze frame stuff. It looks like Dorinda was saying hi to her almost in the very beginning of the party. And I was like, oh, is this Dorinda? I didn't notice that, but I know I saw Dorinda in the background of a few things at the end of the episode. Because we know she's around at this point. Yeah. So I thought that was very like, oh my god, look a little Easter egg of Dorinda. She was there a lot. Uh, but you know who does show up for the first time officially? Jacques. I <laughs> I am so turned on by Jacques, and I had no, I like did not expect that to come from me. But I was like, he is so handsome. He's got a great. I literally, yes, I wrote, oh my god, he's so cute. That's what I wrote. He's got like John Stamos hair. Like it's just like perfect. It's flowing. He he just looks so great in this moment. And it's not like he looks worse um, further on, I don't know where it is that I'm in my life, but I'm in my Jacques phase because I was really like, whoa, good for you, Jacques. I wrote that Lou and him have basically the same haircut, so it's funny you mentioned the hair because <laughs> so, their hair looks really similar that night. Um, You're not wrong. <laughs> I know, but they look really similar. Um, and then Lou says that they did invite Alex, but she didn't come, and neither did Bethany or Ramona. I'm surprised Ramona didn't come. Bethany and Alex make sense. Yeah. 
Jill shows but, up in a fucking beautiful pink dress. She's stunning. And redheads aren't usually like, I wouldn't necessarily put a redhead in a hot pink dress, but it is. She looks banging. And did you notice that this, I, I could have written this down wrong, that this took place at the Palm? I did not notice the venue. I wrote that down. So then I was like, I wonder if Andy had anything to do with setting this up because we know Andy is best friends with the owners oh. of the Palm. I could see him helping Luann. I wonder out if there that. was like some connection there because it's not like people do concerts at the Palm. That's it's just a restaurant. True. I mean, but the Countess, she can have it. Um, if you had one word to describe her performance, what would it be? There's so much of me that just wants to say "good as gold." Um, <laughs> like it's giving me that energy, like. It uh, voiceover, like I don't think that I'll she's really word. singing. It was gumption. Gumption. <laughs> De La Seps has more gumption than anyone I've ever seen to get up there and do that. But prior to Housewives singing being a thing, you know, she was yeah. a true trailblazer in this. This is this was before um, Kim Zolciak, right? I think so. Because I feel even like Tardy even... from the party was really the one that, like, blew up. Yeah. But it's just the fact that she was like, yeah, I'm good enough to do this, and now I'm going to invite people to come hear me sing. It's yeah. gumption. She's just got a lot of gumption. But it's just like, that's literally Luann. Like, Luann has this beautiful delusion of what her life is and how people view her um, that makes her capable to do anything. Yeah. Part of me admires it, though. You oh, know, for sure. It but it's also like she could murder us all. <laughs> like yes. I feel like, and look fabulous doing so. It's my favorite quality about her and my least favorite quality about her, probably. Fair. I also realized that, and this probably stands true for all Housewife songs, that I don't think I know any other words to these songs except for the chorus. I mean, I don't think you're missing anything. I know, but like as I'm watching it and she's singing and she's singing other parts, I'm like, I've heard the song so many times. How do I not know any other words except money? For the, can't and, and that buy goes us. for probably most housewife songs. I loved that Jill and Kelly are in the audience together, and Jill turns to her and she's like, "Elegance is learned." That is such a great concept. That's so true because you can be born rich, but it doesn't mean you're elegant. And I was just like. That was, like, the most Long Island sentence I've ever heard. Like, and it was just so ridiculous. Like... Who fed her that line? I would like to know. Oh, I think that was all her. But it was just really wild. And then Kelly also has a wild reaction to Jacques. She's just like, what? You have a boyfriend? I didn't know you had a boyfriend. Like, ugh. And I was just like, why is that weird? Like... I... I can't it's even your write first... down Kelly things anymore at this point because they're just so out of pocket. Everything she does is is wild. But then Lou finishes her performance, and then they're all talking together, and we get to see our first kind of like Sonia in the mix mm-hmm. of Sonia being annoyed and kind of yells at Jill to shut up, which I love because she was like, "Jill, you weren't there." And we also found out something because they're talking about know. Scary Island. Yes, yes, they're talking about Scary Island, and this is something I didn't know until this moment. When Jill walks in and she goes, hi, that moment, it was 5 p.m. on that day. Mm-hmm. 
That feels important to me. Yeah. Because Sun setting. It's 5 p.m. You're winding down. All you got, you guys have made it to the end of this trip. Like they have one night and then they're going home. And she rolls up at five o'clock and it's just like, you know, there's nothing good that's going to come out of her being yeah. there. So to me, that added even more layers to why it was like, what the hell are you doing here? Why? Who shows up at five o'clock? Jill. I know. <laughs> that's just me. That I was like, ooh, that's it. Because it was daylight. So it's not like we knew and we have no idea. I want timestamps on literally everything on Housewives. <laughs> I get that. And all shows. Lou immediately turns it back to her, though, and she's like, can you believe I sang? And Kelly says, money can't buy you friends? And I was like, once again, does she have, like, a cognitive hearing issue? Um, And that's pretty much it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And to me at this moment, it just felt like the cast is super fractured. Like, you can tell. There's there's a clear divide. The cast is not together. But it didn't feel split in the way that other shows can feel split, almost in the way, like, Jersey feels super, like, you can't, like, it, mm-hmm. it's not giving me the vibes that no one can come back from whatever these fights that are happening in this moment. Well, it's also, it's not a clear-cut Team Bethany, Team Jill, because Lou is very much like, I love you, Jill, but you shouldn't have gone. You know, it, like, I feel like in Jersey they would never tell Teresa she shouldn't have done something. No, and Sonia's kind of in the middle, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of clear as we're wrapping up the season, I can tell, like, okay, this is, you know, where they're evaluating where we're going with the show because of because of this. And then we go to Bethany, who's moving downtown. Downtown! I didn't realize, I always thought that Bethany was downtown, too, but she was on the Upper East, and now she's moving to her downtown apartment. Um with Cookie and her skinny girl car and Jason. It wasn't, a, it was not a big scene, but it was just, no, to, Bethany's moving. To me, the, yeah, to me, the biggest takeaway is like, I just am thinking like, how old is she in this scene? She's like 30. Probably like 38, 39. I, I was going to guess 38. And not to say that it is impossible for a relationship to work for all of the things they went through. But they moved in, got engaged, got married, and had a baby all at the same time. Mm -hmm. That is so much change for a person who has lived basically independently for a very long time that if any couple could make it through all of that, I absolutely commend you. Like, I don't think when I was watching this at the time, I realized the quick timeline of all of these things. Um, And I almost feel if they had not thrown in the getting married part or Mm -hmm. obviously like she got pregnant she got pregnant like you know it's just it's so much yeah and taking a step back and kind of like evaluating the timeline and again it's not to say that that timeline couldn't work and be possible for people to make it work in the long run but you have if you have no solid foundation and you are going through this like my mom's like motto and things she used to always say is like if you are fighting in the dating stages, you got problems because yeah. those aren't real problems. <laughs> like wait until you have a mortgage and a house and mm-hmm. a kid and a car and all these other layers. And if you're fighting about dumb things when you're, you know, not having those factors played in, it's not going to bode well for the long run. And we do kind of see hints of that because there's like a discussion about glasses of like who's bring, whose glassware comes. And I think that's like a normal one, but it was just like, 
You could tell it was rubbing him the wrong way, and you could tell that she was just like, I'm going to get my way. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And it, it, I don't know. I just saw Inklings. That's what I'm saying. Like, looking at it from the big picture, of course they didn't work. Like, yeah. even though we didn't see the fighting and this and that, and I felt like they did have a good relationship, I think maybe if things had gone slower for two, like, then it, it, it could have possibly worked. But I also am, like, always amazed at people's ability to move fast in relationships because it's just the opposite of what I've experienced and yeah. not in, like, a judgmental way. I'm always just like... Wow, that's so crazy. Like, you just, like, trusted them to do things. Like, my sister got engaged after, like, a year and a half. And I was like, wow, but she was 36. Like, yeah, it's so different versus, like, Derek and I dated for five years before we even got engaged. We'll be married now for six before we're even having a kid. So mm-hmm. it's, like, <laughs> it's so different. So I'm, I'm always, like, fascinated by people's ability to, like, not that I had, like, bar- whatever. It was I was thinking about the scene a lot. I had a lot of thoughts <laughs> on it, clearly. <laughs> I just love analyzing relationships and especially when you know the end game of the relationship in the way that, you know, you and I are going back and watching Vanderpump. You see it so completely different. Oh, 100 percent. You know, when you know the ending of the story. Yeah. You can pick up on so many different things to be like, oh, yeah. Yup. That's you in danger, girl. (laughs) Yeah. You in danger, girl. That is. That is for sure. But yeah, that was, no, it's just a little scene of them moving. And then we go to another kind of little filler scene. Of Ramona and Avery at Oscar Blondie uh, getting their hair done. And he's like, in, like very famous for doing blondes, like blonde haired women. Like, like he does a lot. And I looked at his hair site, um, well, his website and uh, his haircuts are, <laughs> Sorry. No, his, that, his hair site. Um, <laughs> His haircuts aren't as expensive as I thought they were going to be. They were 250 to $300, which I feel like is the most New York sentence ever. But, like, in New York City, I just feel like that's what haircuts cost. Like, I just remember spending an astronomical amount of money on my hair. Like, even on Long I Island, s- I used to spend, like, $300. I would say for, like, a, a known hairdresser. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to know? I still go to my hairdresser on Long Island. Really? Yep. I will not find a new hairdresser. She's been doing my hair for 11 years. Have you had the same then, cut? No, I, I I don't even tell her what to do. I just go, Nicole, whatever you want to do. She does my sister. She does my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, 
numerous friends like we all go to her because i only get my haircut like two max three times a year mm -hmm. so i just make it work and actually when i just went home this last time she was away and it's the first time anyone else has cut my hair <gasps> but it was like her partner in the salon so it was fine but we both were like i feel like i'm cheating on you this feels so wrong like i can't believe i'm going to someone else <laughs> Um, but, yeah, that was a whole scene. There was literally, I, I wrote one sentence. There was, there was nothing. And, and then we go, but the whole thing is that the point is that it's the vow renewal day. Mm -hmm. So Ramona got her hair done there. Um, and then they're at Ramona's apartment and Jill sets another surprise. I think they're at the venue. Or maybe they're at the venue. Yeah. I Cause Jill surprises her while she's getting her makeup done. Um, right after she lost her vows for the first time, which is going to be like a running thing where like Ramona just keeps being like where are my vows mm -hmm. um, but Jill does another hi and Ramona's like this is a good surprise and Jill yes. also did you catch did you clock the bag that Jill was holding no <clears throat> it is a canvas bag with her face on it <laughs> like what? a giant like it's like a tan tote that you would get anywhere to like maybe bring to a wedding or whatever or not a wedding like a beach that's what i was gonna say you would never bring it to a wedding and it's literally like a giant photo of her on the tote and i was just like what tomfoolery is this jill um that is yeah that is i did not notice that but they have a sweet moment and they say they'll be friends forever which like, i kind of believe them like they will they mm -hmm. always kind of find Where their way back to odds? each other um let's see well then we get to the vow renewal to all mm -hmm. the guests coming in which i didn't really write this note till later but i like hate the way ramona's hair looks oh interesting i felt I like it, it was I, I didn't dislike it but it wasn't like oh that's wedding hair you know it didn't it feel special so much i do agree that it did age her um alex is also at the wedding and she tells us that the Pierre is historic and it's across the street from where her and Simon got married. So I'm like, do y'all get married at the plaza? The oh, I thought they just plaza? get married at Central Park. Oh, probably, but. I don't know. Um, Jill says hi to Alex and Simon very briefly. And um, there's talk. Simon gives Jill a big hug, a, a big hug though. Yes. So, probs are only with Alex, not with Simon, I guess. And also, but like Simon, don't be hugging like your wife's public enemy number one, I guess. Yeah, Simon's not always the, the best wingman to his wife there. But we also see Kelly arrive, and Kelly never RSVP'd. Oh, my God. Because she said the wedding seems conceited, and she didn't want to come, but wants people to come to her shit and not judge her. So she'll do that. And she shows up dressed sexy, and Jill's like, oh, you look sexy, but you always do. And she's like, I never do. And it was just like, just, you're the worst. Um, I know. She is. And then Ramona and Avery have a really sweet moment. And look, you and I, we shit on Avery a lot, okay? <laughs> I think it's mostly nice. me. <laughs> I'm going to say something nice, though. Their relationship, and again, I'm obviously, I don't know why I was thinking so deep about this whole episode. 
I was thinking about Ramona growing up in her traumatic childhood mm -hmm. and for her to not repeat the traumas of her parents mm -hmm. and to have a loving, good relationship with her daughter that she does was very sweet. That's true. And even though she and Mario get divorced, Mario and Avery and her have a good familial relationship. Yeah, like... Ramona, still we know, has parents. a million issues, but to me, she has broken the generational trauma that she has talked about from her family of alcoholism, abuse, screaming, yelling, house, like, the way that she loves Avery, just, I just love, in that moment, was very sweet, and maybe this is, like, my pregnancy brain about to have a daughter, I don't know, <laughs> but it was, like, feeling this moment between the two of them, of her being, like, I look at you as my little girl, and you're grown up, and she she just loves her so much and I appreciate I've always appreciated that side of Ramona. I agree. Mother Ramona. We go back downstairs and Jill's starting to get angry because she's hungry and there's no food and they're giving them champagne and she's talking to her event planner Jennifer who is trying to be on the show. And Jennifer is just like, see, I never serve champagne before a wedding because that will get people catty. And loud, and they think they're whispering, but they're talking shit about the bride loud. And I was like, "Great tip, Jen." Um, like it was just. I would say most of the time you don't get food before the ceremony. However, if I was waiting an hour, then I would be angry. So were yeah. they late, or was Jill just waiting an hour because she got there early to surprise Ramona? I don't know. I don't know. But it also was weird because I was just like, "What are they late for?" And then we see that like Mario's still writing his vows, so. Then there's also a debate about whether or not Coco should walk down the aisle on his own on her own. Is Coco a boy or a girl? I don't think I know what kind of dog Coco is. I think it's a girl. Anyway, they had her in a dress. Fair. So, so we'll we'll go. Maybe she's a they them. Fair. I don't want to judge the dog, but the dog yeah. is looks great. Matches remote matches Avery's dress. But, like, Avery's very annoyed that, like, she's going to have to carry the dog or walk the dog and just wants the dog to follow her. But it's, like, a whole debate. And then we end up remote. She ends up carrying the dog and her flowers and then hands the dog to Bethany, which I thought was interesting that Bethany was Me too. And Bethany didn't seem surprised by it. So somewhere at some point someone was like, and then she'll be handing you the dog. <laughs> well, because I was like, it's Bethany and Jason and then there's an empty chair. And I was like, oh, my God, the empty chair was for the dog. <laughs> Potentially, maybe. There was also, so we know there was about like 50, 60 people at this thing. So they did keep it pretty small. Uh, mm. We do know Dorinda's there. I believe I did spot her one or two times like in the background. Um and then the, the biggest takeaway, the, the women are divided, how they're sitting. You know, yeah. you have them not sitting on the same sides as each other. And Jill's trying to make it Team Jill again. And Alex is just like, will you fucking shut up and just enjoy this wedding? And she's like, this is yeah. how it all started. Was you, like, doing this? And, like, it's just so funny because Alex is just... She thinks this feud is huge, and she's just like, oddly enough, oddly enough, this is how it all started. And I was like, Alex, <laughs> no one will remember this. No one will remember this. I know. And the, the wedding was sweet. I mean, they made it like a real legit wedding. I guess I've never been to a vow renewal. No, of course like, not, because real people don't do that. I feel like it's such oh, a well, housewife Actually, that's a lie. We did a vow renewal for my grandparents. Aw. For... 
might have been their 50th. We literally did it in our living room. That's cute. Like my, it was cute. And also, that was 50 years. Also, they got married during, like, World War II and didn't have, like, yeah. no wedding thing. I feel like if you didn't have a big wedding, a vow renewal makes sense if you've, like, been together for decades. Like, that's the other thing is, like, everyone's like, it's 17 years. Yes, it's an odd number. Like, lucky 17? What? I don't, I don't get it. She needed a storyline. We yeah. that's really that's she gave what us a it, great storyline. She needed an line. event and a storyline, and the whole thing was really sweet. And I will forever be sad that they got divorced. I think probably of all of the divorces on Housewife, theirs probably will forever make me the most sad. I I agree. And Simon is wearing a skirt. It I I want to say kilt, but it looks more like a pleated skirt than a kilt. But it's fabulous no matter what. I love the way he looks in it. Uh, you did not notice that, but I love that you noticed that. Bethany cries to Alex and Ramona and thanks them for all the support. And they're like, we'll always be there for you, which I thought was also very sweet. Um, they get Bethany at the venue. They get like pull her aside in, in the moment. And she's like, it's been a challenge, but she's coming through the other side and she's feeling really good. And then Lou sings at the wedding. Yes, I thought that was so funny, but they all seem very happy about it. So I don't, someone must have said maybe do it or I, I don't know. I don't know. I That was just so funny to me because I was just like, Lou and Ramona don't even like each other that much. Like they've kind of like been at odds this whole season. And like she's just like, sing at my wedding. I know. It does kind of shock me that somehow like Lou and Ramona through all of this have really stuck together because I feel like they literally hate each other on and off, but. Yeah. They they don't, though, because they're doing stuff now together. You and I went to see it, and they're doing stuff. and Yeah, and they genuinely the seem show. to love each other. I mean, I know they get paid, but it doesn't matter. Lots of people, like, they don't need to have whoever's in charge of it doesn't need the other, really. So, well, I wrote down everyone's title cards at the end, because there Yay. really wasn't much at the end of the wedding. No, this is basically the title card part. So, yeah. Okay, go so for Lou it. was... Lou has found a, I'm going to mispronounce this, a pied-de-terre. Pied-de-terre. Which means a pied-de-terre, which I should know. I took French, but I did not know. Which is an apartment in the city. She's still seeing Jacques and is about to release her second song, Chic C'est la Vie. C'est bon. C'est bon. <laughs> Life is chic. Which is... Yeah. That's pretty much and... all I know of it, too. <laughs> yeah. Those, all those things happened. She did release her second song. She did continue to see Jacques. And she got an apartment. Glad she got an apartment. Then Ramona, this, Ramona's was weird. Oh, Ramona's was super weird. After renewing her vows, Ramona skipped a second honeymoon and headed off to Kenya for a renewing all-girls safari. Mario and Avery enjoyed a quiet three weeks. First off, no part of me can picture Ramona in Africa and in Kenya. <laughs> like, can you picture her no. there? I feel so. I feel like we need to write Kenya a, a sorry letter, apology letter. Like, how many inappropriate and racist things do you think came out of oh, her mouth while she was there? Tons. But also, or I shouldn't say race. I don't even know if I want to say racist. How many, like, non politically correct, or just inappropriate, like inappropriate, ill intended? I, I, yeah. I, yeah. Um, that could have been a show probably on its own. But I'm like, mm, you just did this vow renewal. We're all in love. And now you're going on a three-week vacation without your husband? 
around. I'm like, are these cracks? Is this going to be the reunion where they're all like, Ramona, everything's not fine, and then she gets divorced? No, it's later on. We didn't watch it yet, so I don't remember. I think it's later on that she gets the divorce. I think so, too. But um, I just can't imagine also... I like we talked before about girls trips, but like three weeks, three week girls trips. I love my female friends. I would murder them after a week. I mean, no, even I after five it, days. But I couldn't do it with Ramona. That's true. <laughs> um, go to Sonia's now because it's okay. shocking. Sonia is continuing to write a sexy society novel she has had in the works since her divorce. Well, that never came out. I mean. We all talk about how much we want the toaster. Now I want this book. Yeah. What is this book? A sexy society book? Was this like a nonfiction book? Was this a biography book? I don't know what it is, but I want it. I bet it's crazy. I know. I should have Googled to see, like, if any press thingers came out about it. I didn't look if that up. you are a Ramona intern listening to this, please No, Sonia find intern. It. Sonia intern. Sorry. If you're a Sonia intern, go find that manuscript somewhere. I'm sure it's somewhere. She keeps everything. Uh, yeah, I need to I need to know. Um, Kelly also said something prior to her title end card about like I wake up and the sun is shining and the earth is still going. Like something yeah. super weird. It's all candy and rainbows and fluffy skies and stuff. It's very like okay. Yeah, I don't know what was happening there. But her card is, Kelly remains committed to a life full of lollipops, unicorns, and rainbows, and spends much of her time being charitable. And I just want to know who at Bravo hates Kelly that this is what they wrote about her, because I thought this was the funniest thing, that that's what they wrote. Mm -hmm. Someone does not like her, and that is why they wrote that. It's probably the producer (laughs) that had to deal with her on Scary Island. Probably. Um, Alex is taking her new attitude on the road to promote her parenting book. And if you don't like it, too bad. I thought that was cute. cute. Yeah. (laughs) But didn't the parenting book come out a while ago? Didn't they come out in season two? I think it was end of season two, maybe. Maybe, because they, like, did not get to talk about that at all in season Mm -hmm. three, so... Um, Jill's is Jill misses her friendship with Bethany and hopes they'll be close again. Bobby's healthy and Allie heads off to college in the fall. Yeah, Jill also, like bear hugs bethany during this it's like so intense she knows she messed up and she's like we can get past this and bethany's very much like can we (laughs) yeah it's that song like she knows she knows that that's like she she knows she knows she knows to be nice out um and then the last one is bethany got married had a baby and she's sharing it all on her new show Bethany getting married. Question like, mark. Obviously, you left that for the title card. Obviously, it was on Bravo. You're going to promote it. So, yeah. I love that it's Bethany getting married, even though they, t- like, question mark, even though they tell us she gets married. I was like, spoiler alert, Bravo. I know. And so she must have gone right into filming that. And that must have oh, yeah. aired. I wonder if that's on Peacock. It's on somewhere because I remember Danny Pellegrino recently rewatching it and just being like, so like, it was just an emotional turmoil. I don't know if I could handle rewatching that show. I don't think I could either, but it's one of those things that almost feels like 
like if you're watching all the Marvel movies and you have to watch them all in order, I'm like, <laughs> will I be missing context if we don't? But she does not come back, back for season four. No. So she's not coming back for a no, while until it's all over. So I don't really yeah. feel like it's necessary. Well, because after Bethany getting married, question mark, we get Bethany ever after. So right. she had it's two a seasons. Whole other show. Those, yeah, yeah, she got two sh- seasons of a show. So, and then we get Bethany's talk show. And then yes. she comes back. It's kind of funny in, like, what, you know, when you watch those things live and then you rewatch it, because I'm having that right now with, with in my Vanderpump rewatch, because I used to, I'm a minute, I listened to Stassi's podcast okay. every week. It was one of the first podcasts I ever got into. Mm-hmm. Like, I distinctly remember I had, I was commuting down to Broadway, like downtown. So I had like a 15 minute commute. Oh, so yeah. I, that's when I needed them. I listened to her every week. And it's so funny because I, I clearly have the memory of these podcasts buried deep into my brain <laughs> because I'm watching Vanderpump and I'm remembering her talking about this stuff and things going on in her life that weren't on the show mm-hmm. in her podcast. And it's like, I, I completely forgot about that. So it's interesting when you did watch these things that it does stir up memories of like, oh yeah, I did watch that. I did listen to that. Like remembering what was happening with Bethany at this time. Yeah. It's kind of similar in that way. Did you ever watch Bethany's talk show? No, I've never, like, clips probably, but not, like, everyday type. I don't think I've ever watched any talk show every day. Oh, really? I was big into Wendy Williams. And, like, as a kid, my mom watched Regis and Kathy Lee. That's how old I am. Oh, my God. I loved (laughs) Kathy Lee. My mom loved Regis and Kathy Lee, then Regis and Kelly, then Kelly and Strahan. Then Kelly and Ryan. Now my mom is Kelly and Mark Consuelos. Yeah. No, I, I, but but not every day at all. I'd be at work. I was not going to watch them. And then, um, but clips. I mean, when I think back to like childhood, I used to always watch Maury when I was homesick. Oh my God. I was not allowed to watch Maury. I was allowed to watch Days of Our Lives. Maury was the best. You are not the father. Like, oh my God, it was the best sick day watch. <laughs> it was so good. But no, I didn't. I, I don't. I don't think I really watched it much. Yeah, I remember watching an episode of the Bethany talk show, and I was just like, I really can't take this much of her. And she kind you know, of she tried a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, I know and, she hated it though. Yeah, but like, did she or was she just not right for it? I don't know. Uh, who's going to admit that they didn't like something when they get fired from it or canceled? So, Fair. Chris Jenner also had a talk show that I remember that was short lived. I can't even with her. I'm, people are obsessed with the Drew Barrymore show. Yeah. And a lot of celebrities. It's Drew Barrymore, Kelly Clarkson, Jennifer Hudson. Like a lot of these people. Yeah, I didn't even realize that Jennifer Hudson had one. I was like, oh, that's news. Anyway, now we're just chit-chatting. Yeah, thank sorry. you well, all thing, for listening. I will say with the Kelly Clarkson, though, I don't know if this happens to you. Sometimes the Bravo DVR like goes over and it goes oh, right yeah. into the clip of Kelly singing, and I always leave that on because why wouldn't I want to listen to Kelly? Clarkson She's got a beautiful singing. voice, but I'm also yeah. like, I don't need anything else. But I like that she starts her show with her singing. Me too. No one does covers like Kelly. She's like she she embarrasses people who sing the original version of their songs. <laughs> <laughs> her, her covers are so fantastic. I 
would fear if I was a singer having Kelly Clarkson sing it because it'd probably be better than I can myself. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment like that. <laughs> she Sorry. was my American Idol. I called oh, yeah. probably 30 times for her to win every week. I feel calling. like that was like the season that I got into it. Was she the first season? Well, it was the first there? season. She was the first winner. That was the only one that I really watched because I remember I was in college and my guy friends were way into it. And I was like, no, what you, are you doing? No, I don't doing? think you were in college. I was in like third grade or fourth grade. I don't think no, you were in college yet. No, it was yet. 2000, wasn't it? All right, you're looking it up. Uh, yeah, I have to look this up because it's going to bother you me. You were not? Clarkson winner. I mean, I am older than you. I know, but I don't think you would be. At most, your freshman year, maybe. Yeah, I think it was my freshman year. I remember walking into my friend Steve's room. And Sorry, I my internet just... is not working. I don't know what's going on. But whatever it was, a huge American Idol fan. Maybe it was for the Rubens... probably the first, like, eight or nine seasons. Religiously watched every American season. Idol. 2002. So I was definitely in college. Yeah, okay, I wasn't as young as I thought. It's not in fourth grade. Either way, I called. And she beat Justin Guarino. And then they filmed a fabulous movie together that I love from Justin to Kelly. I feel like there's like a whole behind the scenes of that that's supposed to be amazing. Probably. She's the best selling person from like no one has beat her. Uh, the only one who possibly maybe Carrie Underwood. Mm. I don't know. You know Jennifer Hudson, she didn't even win. Yeah. She came in like fourth. Didn't Chris Daughtry didn't win. Fantasia. Did she win? She won season three. Okay. Season two was Ruben Stutter. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry for two thousand four. That was his song. Like that is just <laughs> a fever do. dream. I really watched Idol. <laughs> you definitely did. Cut me off now. No more singing for me. Well, I cannot believe we've finished the season. And we're going to start the reunion soon, and we've got another special guest joining us. We're very excited. Um, so stay tuned for that. And should we reveal who it is? No, I like surprises. All right. So stay yeah. tuned. Subscribe. Thank you for all the ratings. We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.